Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of Buzzwords, Conversations About Teaching and Learning at SU, where we talk about working and learning at SU, and hopefully a lot more than that. I'd like to thank our sponsor, SU's Transformative Teaching and Learning Team, led by Karin, potential guest, question mark, Lucas. Uh, so to get us started here, let me introduce myself. I am Joey Gariziak. I'm the director of esports here at SU. Uh, also working out of the business school, a little bit in sport management, but particularly in esports. Uh, happy to be here. Happy to be back for season two finally after missing the first week. I know my fellow podcasters have something to say about that, but it's all good because I'm back now in action. The full squad, full team here. Uh, also part of our team, I'm going to pass it on to Melissa Smeltzercraft. Hi, Melissa Smeltzercraft, head women's basketball coach. And Joey, we didn't miss you. We didn't <laughs> miss you. Just Perfect. Love to yeah. hear it. And are we really back to normal? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see how stuff, how stuff goes. Those sultry <laughs> tones are Scott King. Scott? <laughs> uh, thank you, Joey and Mel. Um, Melissa, I liked your intro last time, Executive Director of Basketball Operations. It's a little wordy. I decided to shave it back down. <laughs> yeah, head coach. That works too. Uh, I teach in psychology and uh, enjoy co-hosting this podcast every two weeks, especially when Joey's not here. Oh my God. <laughs> what happened last week or two weeks ago? You know, it's like <laughs> when, when, when your parents leave and you can sort of, you know, relax and, and like... Yeah, because I'm that intimidating. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> As a coach, I think we say addition by subtraction. Oh, Ooh. my God. <laughs> what is going on? Here? All right. We, 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 we do need Joey to stay, stay on board with us. We're not trying to, right. to push him out so blatantly. Maybe we'll just do a few subtweets or something. But <laughs> we're, we're, we're glad that Joey's back. Where were you, Joey? I was at a conference in Chicago. How's Chicago? Chicago was great. It's a you're familiar with that area. Yes, got we, to go to a Cubs game. We really call cool. it the shy. But when I texted that to you, you questioned. I thought it was some fraternity. I nope. was like some kind of Omega oh. Chi or something. No, it would look like the Chi, but yeah, the shy is, is what we, we call Chicago. No, no, nobody calls it that. Eh, maybe not your conference. <laughs> was this an esports conference? This was an esports conference. Yeah, so it was pretty cool going about town with some some really rich like twenty year olds because that's what esports is right now. That. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, definitely an interesting thing. So yeah, sh the the shy was was a good time. So good. sorry I wasn't here, but I was in I was in the shy. Were these like Twitch streamers, the people you were hanging out with? No, these were people that sold that started companies really young and sold them to people like this guy named Jerry Jones with his small organization called the Dallas Cowboys. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it or not. Dallas um, Cowboys. Mm. Yeah. It's like a minor league. <laughs> they play like <laughs> minor league soccer team. Pretty much. Okay. That's pretty much okay. what it is. No, it's, so that's what it was. It was more of like the business professionals than streamers or actual gamers. Got it. Cool. Well, uh, for us, our our streaming and our um, subscriptions probably aren't as high as the Twitch folks. We are at 581 downloads, and we've been rated seven times on Apple Podcasts. Follow, rate, and review. You know how it is. Um, our new producer, Sean, did a great job putting together last week's episode, our last, uh, the last episode that we did. And we are looking forward to working with him the rest of the semester. We need to get his uh, disc golf game up, though. I know. Yeah, Xander was a mastermind at disc golf. Sean, more so the regular variety, apparently. Yeah, the, uh, Sean and I will actually golf. How <laughs> <laughs> about that? Yeah. The, uh, the rich man's golf is the 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 ball and stick golf disc golf is for us working folks oh my god <laughs> I'm just you against the world i'm getting Scott, everybody huh? annoyed at me right world. now <laughs> i'm gonna shut up 
Don't forget our email, buzzwords at su.edu. Please feel free to email us and just complain about us, honestly, at this point. <laughs> That's what it seems to be trending towards here, but... But no, they're exactly right. This is great to get some downloads, great to get the rating. So please, if you're listening to this, follow, rate, review. And as Mel said, email us, buzzwords at su.edu. We want to hear from you about potential topics, ways for Scott to grow his hair out, um, (laughs) and whatever else you want to hear about. So yeah, definitely let us know because it's, it's a great time. We're doing this for you. We want faculty to get involved. We want all, all people, faculty, staff, alums, Students, everybody listen to what we got going on because these are great conversations that we're having. At least we think so. Mm-hmm. Maybe students. <laughs> I, I feel like I might have said some incriminating things, but yeah, students too. If they happen to, to catch us, uh, it's a good listen. Yes. So our, our <laughs> guest this week. Yeah. Who we got this week, Scott? Emily Burner. Sweet. Emily Burner. All right. And uh, Definitely a special guest this week and very timely because of what's going on this coming weekend. So, Emily, thank you for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Of course. And for those of you that don't know Emily, a quick <laughs> a little bit about Emily. She serves as the Executive Director of Donor and Alumni Relations for Shenandoah University. Uh, Emily holds a Bachelor of Arts degree from Randolph-Macon College, Master of Science degree from Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University, and a Doctor of Professional Studies from Shenandoah University. That's a whole lot of degrees going on. (laughs) Um, She's worked at Shenandoah University since 2008, previously serving in the Department of Intercollegiate Athletics and the Office of Marketing and Communications. Prior to joining SU, she spent two years as a reporter and producer for TV3 Winchester, the city's former ABC affiliate. Uh, Emily's also a member of the Top of Virginia Regional Chamber Board of Directors, a proud alumna of Randolph-Macon Women's Basketball Program, and previously served as a Randolph-Macon College Society of Alumni Board member. Wow. Emily, welcome. And Thank you. Looking forward to the conversation we've got going on today. This is great to have you in here. Listen, yeah. that's a blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Emily played in the national championship game. Oh, for D3 women's basketball. Wow. Unbelievable. Now, a now long listen. time ago. A- a long and listen, time ago. they didn't win, but <laughs> that's didn't. not important because no one else in the room can say that. And that is the coolest fun fact I think we've had. That is cool. At least it's cool to me. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Emily was a part of a very, very good team at Randolph-Macon. I was that's a small sweet. part. We had a we had a very, very good team. Megan Silva Schultz was my point guard. She's okay. in the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame. She's just incredible. National so. Player of the Year. Megan like was. Emily, I was like, wow. Emily, no, no, geez. no, no. I was, I was short. I was in a support role. <laughs> Emily wasn't a small part. She was a post player. If you can, if you haven't seen Emily walking around, I mean, she she's a post player. Okay? <laughs> and so, so my, qu- my question is, why is Emily not playing intramural basketball with us? Emily doesn't want to hurt anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's very competitive. Ooh. And it's just, it's not a good situation if I'm, if I'm playing against someone. On the oh my god! We'll just leave. We'll just leave just it at that. Solo games of, of horse. In, I just, in Emily's you know, <laughs> I I just channel my inner, you know, eighteen to twenty-one year old, you know, glory days, and I go out there and. Apparently, you're not allowed to throw elbows anymore in the game, so I just, no. I'd rather sit it out. Well, Apparently. we've seen it in intramural basketball. Scott Spriggs has a nose or thing to do to say about that. Yeah, yeah, and Justin Allen got his nose busted. He did. That's right. Had to. Had to stuff some paper towels up there, and I think he continued he, he playing. He came back, <laughs> as Justin would. <laughs> he definitely came back and kept playing. So, yeah, it's, we definitely enjoyed playing yeah. when we could. Uh, every year it gets harder and harder to, to get 
back out there. I'll say up and down the court, yes. <laughs> and all of that, yeah. Well, Emily is a uh, actual professional broadcaster. So on our little amateur podcast, I'm wondering, do you have any feedback for us so Ooh, far? On the spot. My, my biggest advice to anyone is think of every mic as a hot mic. Obviously, we are you know, recording a podcast uh-huh. right now, so all our mics are on. But in any other situation, always assume <laughs> the microphone is on and act accordingly. So uh-huh. Very that's, that's important. That's my best advice. That's how to avoid a lot of potential headaches <laughs> yes. down the road, too. Yes. I think in class that would apply, too. Mm-hmm. When we forget we're being recorded in the Zoom sessions. Are you still doing that? Yeah, I do just um, sort of to offer students if okay. they have to miss class. Okay. Cause I, yeah, I'm not doing ShenFlex, which is right. where we teach to, you know, Zoom, half Zoom, half in person. But uh, I, I'm recording just, just to have them available. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I, you're exactly right, Scott. It's We had to be very careful when recording things, <laughs> what was said, how we presented things. Absolutely. It's, it's a whole nother level. Uh, and Emily, well... You know, you work in alumni relations right now. Why don't you talk a little bit about what's going on this coming weekend? Because it's a big weekend for Shenandoah with this you know, this thing called homecoming that maybe you've heard of before. Yeah, we we, uh, we have a few events. Our office, specifically the Office of Donor and Alumni Relations, has planned nearly 20 events. Wow. And that's those aren't the only events going on. We've got athletic contests. We've got Shenandoah Conservatory performances. So there's a little something for everyone. Um, kicking off Wednesday evening, going through Sunday morning. We've got all sorts of stuff going on on campus. Um, The one thing that I wanted to point out to you all is that we'll have a free concert downtown on Friday night at 7 p.m. Kara and the Wayfarers, three of our uh, prestigious alumni from the School of Business are going to be performing down at the Taylor Pavilion downtown. Love it. Free for everyone. The community is invited, so you don't have to be from Shenandoah to come. The first 50 concert goers to show up in Shenandoah University gear get a free Shenandoah University camp chair. So, I mean, Ooh, wow. That's, it's that's like, actually pretty good. I like that. I mean, I'm just saying, we're we're giving away some cool stuff. Nice. And then, obviously, we'll have the homecoming and family weekend tailgate party on Saturday, um, starting at 4 p.m. in advance of the big game against Bridgewater. So, um, pre-registration for homecoming just ended, but folks are welcome to walk into our events. Um, the event, the tailgate event, is completely free, uh, but there is a little meal deal. If you're interested in shelling out 15 bucks, you get 20 bucks worth of food, drink, dessert. So, yeah. Come on down, Wilkins Athletics and Events Center on Saturday at uh, 4 o'clock. Wow. No, it's going to be an awesome weekend. It's always fun to, to have homecoming come around. And Emily, is this like one of your busier times of the year? Is there ever a dull moment for you, really? But this has to be one of the crazier times for you. This is definitely the craziest time of the year, just because we have so much stuff going on. We have a staff of four. We have a lot of great volunteers that help out um, and during the actual events, but yet... We start planning for homecoming in May. Wow. You know, we try to get everyone together before everyone goes off for summer break. Um, you know, put our heads together with you know across the university, all the different departments and offices, and really say, okay, what do y'all want to do? Because we got to finalize finalize the schedule by July and hit the ground running. So it's uh, it's quite an undertaking, very busy, but a lot of fun and rewarding in the end to see everyone having a lot of time, a lot of fun, and coming back and reuniting and. Students, you know, mm-hmm. getting to meet alumni and, and talk about their experiences. It's just a really fun thing to witness. Is it implied that on October 4th that you should be left alone? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes and no. There are there are definitely some things that we have to wrap up as a Got staff. Uh, but uh, let's just say I, I will not be here on October Good. 6th through October 8th. Awesome. And I'll probably be working from home on October 11th. So, yes, don't bother me then. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. <laughs> there must be so many details you have to get right. Yeah. Like so much planning. Probably a little more planning than we put into this episode of this podcast. No, no, no. <laughs> there no are way. many, many, many organizational documents, volunteer document and timeline. And my staff kind of jokes, but, you know, it's serious. You know, I have things broken down into 15-minute increments. Sure. You know, on Thursday from 10 to 10, 15 a.m., we're doing this, and then we move on to this. It's a, we got a big old list. Yeah, it, I know no other way to do it. <laughs> it's a lot of moving parts that mm-hmm. have to work together. And, you know, something's something, anything in event management, anybody knows anything about it, knows that something's going to go wrong. Yes. And it's about how you just fix those things that go wrong. But the planning helps you kind of be ready for that as much as possible. And it's, it's really impressive what you all have put together and all the events going on. And it's, it's really events for all ages. Mm-hmm. And anybody can enjoy them. It's, a lot of stuff is free, like you mentioned, Emily. And there are some things that you can pay for if you want to get the meals or other things going on. Uh, Melissa, what are you going to be doing this Saturday? Are you going to be joining in the festivities? Oh, yeah. I am, um, well, as a, uh, a coach's wife, I will be definitely right. at the field hockey game at 3 p.m. and supporting um, the sports throughout the day because I still have the two little guys. But actually, my dad and his wife are going to be in town for homecoming. So they noted that on their calendar mm-hmm. and decided to come down and support some some Hornet teams and you know hopefully it'll be a great weekend weather wise to pair up with all the great events so yeah definitely looking forward to it awesome Scott how about you we'll come to what we can make it out to um Sam has a soccer game my son Sam one one of those days but I think Friday night women's soccer has a home game and then one of the football or the field hockey will probably go to on uh, on Saturday but I've been bringing my kids to homecoming like since they were babies i mean mm-hmm. since my my daughter's 11 i remember my first year 2010 um brought her and just tried to keep her asleep the whole time mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because she was like probably three months old and i wanted to actually go see the football game um i think we ended up i think i think my wife ended up taking her home and then i could actually stay for the game which was which was nice when you have little kids uh as you all know you you don't get to stay out much late that often. Sure. You know. <laughs> no, we all, yeah, I think we all, everybody here knows what that's like. And, uh, yeah, we get to what we can get to. Like I said, a lot of stuff going on starting Wednesday. Is that correct, Emily? Wednesday, yep. That's yeah. the first first evening that we're hosting an event, and there right. will be an athletics contest that evening as well. So, yeah, we're excited about it. Yeah, going to be awesome. So make your plans now. Esports is having a demonstration. I got to throw it out there at 4 o'clock in the Athletic and Event Center. Come check out Rocket League and Madden against Randolph-Macon. They're coming to visit. We'll have some stuff set up. This is on Saturday? This is on Saturday. Ah. Yeah, at 4 o'clock, right in the Athletic and Event Center. I think there's going to be like the uh, the bars in there. Yeah. There's so some food options outside, but the food tables will be inside. Correct, Emily? Yeah, so that'll be part of the tailgate. Um, so we'll have uh, tables inside in the event that folks aren't going to, you know, mm-hmm. have a tailgate. Traditionally, some folks are out in the parking lot tailgating on their own. They can go get food and, and go back to their cars and kind of hang out there. But we 
we have tables inside. The bar will be inside. Uh, we'll have inflatables. There will be two DJs outside playing music. Um, it's just going to be a lot of fun. And like Melissa said, the, the weather should be nice. Okay. Good. I know I'm not supposed to check the weather in advance, but I've been doing it for like the past two oh, weeks. Yeah. And so far I haven't been jinxed. It looks to be, you know, upper 60s, sunny. So just keep your fingers crossed that it stays that way. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, well, late late September, early October, you're hoping for good weather. Um, better time of the year than trying to do something in, like, February or March, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll keep our fingers crossed on that. But, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. So, again, make your plans to come out, check things out, um, bring the kids. As Scott was saying he's brought his for a long time. I may or may not have mine here. I haven't decided yet. Actually, my wife hasn't decided yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, but it should be a lot of fun. Lots of things to do for everybody and different things to check out. Uh, okay, so let's move on to our segments that we have each and every episode. And we're going to start with the one that everybody chimes in on, the highs and lows on this. This is where everybody gets to talk about the best and worst events from the previous week, or I guess previous two weeks, since the last episode. Uh, Scott, let's start with you. Yeah, let's see. I was looking at this. My low, I've had a pretty good two weeks. Uh, pretty good. I mean, this is this is a pretty unsubstantial low but my my favorite soccer team has lost pretty badly in the past two weeks uh tottenham hotspur they lost to chelsea well crystal palace chelsea and now yesterday arsenal and that's their arch rival Mm. so i mean but you know in general i'm pretty privileged if that's my low for the for the two weeks my high was I might be stealing Mel's, but it was celebrating Ashley's hundredth win as SU's field hockey coach. Yeah, uh, it was great to get out of the house and see friends without kids, um, and celebrate Ashley. So yeah, that was that was an awesome high. Yeah, you did steal my high. That's what I was going to say. I was so stressed leading up into that game. It is so much harder to be a fan than it is to be in the event. You know, you sit there and you watch yeah. TV, you watch these athletes, et cetera, and they're in the moment. Like, how do they just seem so calm? Because we're a crazy, just our mindset in the bleachers. It's just so stressful <laughs> being the supporter, not the competitor. So I was glad that ended. I needed that to happen. <laughs> it had been, and we weren't talking about it. It was like, don't ask, don't tell. We just, you know, you don't bring it up, hmm. but it's all I could think about. And I was so stressed. We surprised her and brought the kids to the game. They played at Stevenson and they had 33 shots on goal and only two goals. And it was just stressful, but Man, it was a great day, and so yes, I would like to steal that high. It was just really great, um, great moment for Ashley. Great moment for our family. Really proud of her. Um, low, again, I've I've had a really good run here. I would say this, and it's it's kind of a mix of a low and a high. I can feel that basketball season is coming. So oh, the low hmm. would be just seeing the free time and trying to to you know, oh, this might be the last Saturday we get to do something or. You know, Sunday we had off together, and it was great. And I know the first few weeks of season, we're going to be hammering them on the weekends with practice. And so just trying to enjoy and not feel that pressure of season lurching. Yeah, Yeah. gotcha, for sure. Great highs from both of you. Uh, Emily, how about you? Yeah, so uh, I my high, I have to say, is uh, I'm a sucker for Dancing with the Stars. Okay. (laughs) 
Uh, haven't watched it uh, in a couple of seasons uh, for, I was very upset how it turned out the one season, so I was kind of boycotting it for a while. Uh, but my ultimate favorite Peloton instructor, Cody <laughs> Rigsby, is competing on Dancing with the Stars, so I'm back into it now, super excited. So got to watch that last week. Elimination night is tonight. I think he has a pretty good chance. He's a former professional dancer, not a ballroom dancer, but he's got enough, enough, you know, talent that I don't think he's going to get cut tonight. So that was my high. I'm, I'm back into Dancing with the Stars. So I, that cool. might seem trivial to some, no, but no, I, I saw the same sex couple as well competing, which was yeah, very cool. Jojo, Jojo, Siwa, right? very yeah. cool. Yeah. My yes. my daughter Colette was all excited that Jojo was on there. So were my daughters. Right. Yeah, you very too. cool. And very how cool. many Jojo bows do they have? Because my daughter oh, has oh. quite a few Jojo bows. To She's the tune of like $15 <laughs> a piece at Target. Yeah, they so add that's up. all. It's an they investment. Add up. <laughs> Joey <laughs> and Scott don't know based on their bow experience personally. As yeah. If you could see. I've tried to put one in and yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It blows right Same. away. Same. <laughs> I, I, could, I could draw one on with a marker. That'd be about the closest. <laughs> Can <laughs> we? Closest yeah. I could get to. <laughs> uh, how about your low, Emily? Yeah. So my low, um, not really uh, great doing things around the house. I know enough to be dangerous, um, but. Uh, Previously, uh, I was trying to replace the water filters on our water filtration system mm. in our house, and it didn't didn't quite go well. Got covered in water. They said, Ooh. "Oh yeah, it's oh. an easy twi twist off, twist on." No, no, it's not. So, <laughs> I, I'm sure I'll be better next time. But yeah, I was drenched, and I was not. There may have been a few um, choice words said during that experience. So, mm. be a while before I try that again. Lesson that was my learned. Love. Yes. Okay. Uh, real quickly, my, my highs on those. My high is the opposite of Scott's because my sports teams are doing well right now. Yeah. Georgia football yeah. is looking good. Number two in the country. Just beat Vanderbilt 62 to nothing. Squeaked it out. Um, so that's great. The Braves looking like maybe make the playoffs. So I'm a big sports fanatic. When my teams don't do well, I'm really down. When they do well, I'm really up. So that is definitely my high, although that could certainly change on a weekly basis depending on what goes on. And I know that's, that is trivial, but it's something we're passionate about. Yeah. Um, and, when, and when they lose, like, it just ruins my day. It's all, it ruins my week when like Georgia I'm, football I'm loses. Like, I'm irritated. Like, it's and it's awful. always, you know, it's always weekends with, with the soccer team. Yeah. yeah, same with college football. Yeah. Like, just makes you in a bad mood. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely in a bad mood. My, my low, um, another one of my highs is that I was in Chicago, finally, for another trip. Um, getting back into trips now and co conventions and conferences, we're able to actually travel in person. So my high was being able to go to Chicago and not have to be here at the podcast around these people. <laughs> so that was definitely a high of mine. No, uh, but my low is related to that and that COVID is still kind of around and it's still putting a wrench in a lot of plans that we have. We were planning to run a high school recruiting event here for eSports this past weekend and we had to cancel it because COVID was ruining travel for a lot of high school students mm. that were trying to come up. So it made it too difficult to get a lot of people here. So we had to cancel the event that we'd been planning for about four months. Uh, yeah. um, so that's frustrating to cancel, you know, about four days out. And so some people were still had, they had plane tickets that they still flew up. And I got to meet with some recruits over the weekend, which is great, but we weren't able to run the actual event here. And that's, that's frustrating uh, for sure. So, and we're trying to plan a tramp to Amsterdam, but international travel is really tough with COVID still. Uh, and the way that other countries look at Americans trying to travel, not in a good position right now. Max, or mandatory quarantine for 10 days upon arrival. You can't do that with students in the middle of a semester. So that certainly makes it difficult. So COVID just really is giving me, getting me down still, even though we are progressing and getting better, we're still not quite there where we want to be. 
Um, so hopefully in due time that will get better. So that's my that's my low for the week. All right, Emily, it is time for Hornet Hot Takes. So this is your chance. No one's listening. Just rant about whatever you want. <laughs> All right. Might be a hot mic, though. It, it, and, and I don't care because you know what? I'm going to tell you one of my biggest pet peeves, and I don't know if it's yours, but one of my biggest pet peeves is people who don't put away their shopping carts. <laughs> How oh. hard is that? I know there are some people <laughs> that for one reason or another aren't able to do so, but on the whole – most of us are physically able to put the darn things away. Now, I'm not going to mention, out of respect, the state that my sister lives in. However, <laughs> when I go to visit her and we go to the grocery store, and again, I'm not naming names of what store it was, even if it was ShopRite, and what state it was, even if it was in New Jersey, there are shopping <laughs> carts everywhere. <laughs> And I'm, I'm sorry, but, like, there aren't that many people who just went to the store who physically couldn't put the darn things yeah. away. So, you know, on the way in to ShopRite, we'll be collecting the carts and putting away. I just – it drives me nuts. Because, I mean, that could cause damage to your car. Mm. I mean, I'm not trying sure. to, you know – And then they always, the like, they'll, they'll roll into parking spaces, and then you can't park in that spot. Exactly. You to move exactly. the cart for somebody else. Yeah. It, it has been proven that leaders put their shopping carts back. So, obviously, <laughs> uh, you laugh. I'm telling you, this is a study that's been done. The shopping cart rule is known. No. Is that I, I, I literally Get have the out. article pulled up. I will send it to you. That's, you that's just, crazy. No, it's true. You just hit a chord because – if you don't know how to put your shopping cart back, whether it's to not hit a car or the person that works to clean them up, I mean, that says a lot about who you are, mm -hmm. and mm, I'm with you, Emily. Well, Aldi has you. it right, right? Don't they require yeah. the quarter to get it, and then you get the Correct. quarter back, yeah. and you put it back? Yep. Yeah. Not a bad system. True. Very true. Yeah, so that go was to good Aldi, one. not ShopRite. Right, sorry Aldi. sorry nice. anyone, any ShopRite investors or <laughs> anyone who likes ShopRite, Sorry. All right, so Emily, um, we want your point of view, your POV on something about your department that faculty might not be aware of. Sure, so as it was mentioned before, um, I work in the Office of Donor and Alumni Relations, um, and we're always looking for updated alumni contact information and employment information. And we know that faculty and staff are on the front lines and are in contact with their alumni and graduates of their programs. Um, our best information comes from those who are staying in touch with alumni on a regular basis. So I would love it if faculty and staff who have heard about an alum who got a new job or they moved or they had a baby, um, encourage them to go to our website, su.edu slash alumni, and fill out the information update. If you have a baby and you're an alum, we send you a little future Hornet onesie. If oh, yeah. your nice. uh, Shenandoah Sweethearts or alumni who, who marry each other, we'll send you a Shenandoah Sweethearts frame. So there's a little something in it for you, alumni, if you uh, tell us what's going on in your life. So any faculty and staff who can encourage alumni to do that or if the alumni is okay with you sharing, you know, their new address or, you know, oh, they're the executive director of such and such at a, at a new company, that would be awesome awesome to know. Anything you can help us, you know, continue to stay in touch with our alumni, um, shout the, the good news from the rooftops. Every um, month we do an e-newsletter to alumni and we have a class notes section. So we're always trying to spread the good word about what our alumni are doing and anything that faculty and staff could 
could do to help us with that would be amazing. Good advice. I know in psych, we've tried to get more students, um, you know, to, to, keep, to keep them in the loop, you know, through like a Facebook page or something after they graduate. Yeah, absolutely. So we, uh, we understand what you're trying to do over there. Thanks. All right, Emily, Shannon do's and Shannon don'ts, a, a, a new segment for us. So um, this is just the second time doing it. So hit us with what you have. Okay. Well, I've been, let's see, I think this is my 14th uh, school year at Shenandoah. So I've been here for a little while. I think the biggest piece of advice for folks who are new to the community is to get involved. Go to a Shenandoah conservatory performance. Go to an athletics contest. Um, there's always food drives, blood drives, students are doing fundraisers and bake sales. Um, this community offers so much that you can experience and our students really appreciate staff and faculty involvement in what they're doing. So anytime you can even take, you know, 10 minutes out of your day, walk through the Brandt Student Center, see what's going on, talk to a couple of students, get to know folks, um, talk to your custodian in your building, mm -hmm. stop by the grill and, and talk to the folks who are working for Sodexo. Um, there's great stories out there. I just love talking to people. I get, I get it from from my, my mother, she'll have a conversation with someone for 10 minutes and she'll know their blood type and social security <laughs> number and, you know, their, their whole family history and, you know, where they grew up. Um, but just take some time to, you know, get out from behind your desk, which I'm completely guilty of, you know, just slugging away with emails and everything. But get involved, get to know folks and, and go to events that you may not have otherwise considered going to. It's, it's a lot of fun. Great advice. Shannon, don't. going to play the fifth on that one <laughs> there's a lot of shen and don'ts well maybe you know don't hesitate to get involved there you go that's all right great. Scott. Like that's that. positive <laughs> today. To yeah, to all right so we're, we're running out of time but i want to make sure we know your buzzword emily what's some word or phrase that you try to embody in your work at su my buzzword is organization. I am all things organization. I find that if I can keep things organized, um, I, I am successful. Uh, things just tend to run a lot more smoothly. I mean, we were talking about homecoming before. You can't do homecoming and not have like 16 organizational documents mm. and timelines uh -huh. and, and load lists and, and check-in sheets. I'm a stickler for checklists, schedules, timelines, and advanced planning. So organization, even if it's just five minutes out of your day to think, okay, you know, what are the meetings I have today? What are the top three things I need to do? Um, and making, making that list that you can cross things off of. I, I love crossing things off my checklist. Mm. Makes me feel so good. Makes me feel, Preach. you know, accomplished. Mm. So I'm good at giving myself reminders in my Google calendar, but not actually looking at it <laughs> like every day. It's just, so you get the oh, first step. I got those, those <laughs> reminders again. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's that's aspirational goal, I guess. It's there you go. There you go. Organization. Love crossing things off. I love sticky notes that I can write things on and then cross them off. There you go. Uh, great. Emily, anything else? I know we talked about homecoming a lot, but is there anything else in particular, last minute plugs you want to shout out there for everybody? 
Yeah, I mean, again, just with homecoming, you know, all of our events, you can walk in. Um, most of them are free. There's only a handful that have a fee associated with them. Uh, we love to have more students at our events. I know alumni really like talking to current students and finding out how things are going here at the university and anything they can do to help. So, yeah, uh, stop by su.edu slash homecoming. Take a look at what's going on. Again, Shenandoah Conservatory is doing a ton of stuff. SU Hornets Athletics. There's really something for everyone. Um, and Student Life is planning a ton of cool stuff for the students. So, um, yeah, we're excited. SU.edu slash homecoming. That's where you can find all the good information. Awesome. Awesome. I think we're all excited. And we all say good luck <laughs> with Thank this you. weekend. It'll be great. Uh, really looking forward to all the events. You've done a great job with it. Um, and, of course, with homecoming, you know that it's that time of the year where we're transitioning into a new season. And as such, we want to thank our sponsor of the day, Pumpkins. Reminding, yeah, us, reminding us of this transition from summer to fall as they slowly disintegrate into a pile of mush right before our eyes. It's a beautiful sight. Great to think about the sponsor of the day, <laughs> Pumpkins. We appreciate your hard work out there and laying in the sun for us to enjoy. Uh, also, our email. Make sure if you have questions, comments, concerns, email us, buzzwords at su.edu. Check out the new website, subuzzwords.podbean.com. And get ready for our next guest two weeks from now, where Bridget Lyons from Athletics is going to be our very special guest on the podcast. So definitely looking forward to that and all the conversation to follow. And with that being said, and our guest coming up in two weeks, make sure to check out Homecoming. And of course, as always, keep, keep on buzzing. buzzing.